Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, everyone. I'm Meredith Curtis with Finish Well Podcast, and I'm so excited to be with you today and even more excited because I have a friend on who has her podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast, and her name is Vicki Tillman, and her podcast is the high, the Homeschool High School Podcast. So welcome, Vicki. I'm so excited that you're here. I am so excited to be here also, Meredith. This is good to connect with our fellow podcasters. Yes, it is. Now, Vicki, can you go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourself and where people can find you online? Yeah, yeah. So uh, like you said, I'm Vicki Tillman, and I have graduated all five of my kids through homeschooling high school. And in fact, they've all graduated college now and gone on to the next things in life. So you could call me a homeschool veteran is, if you wanted to do that. So, And I'm part of the Seven Sisters homeschool team that a bunch of us moms who got together. And we, when our kids were young, we co-op together and we started at an umbrella school together where we could do group classes and paperwork and stuff together. And then by the time our kids were getting close to graduation, we had created all this curriculum and, you know, decades of knowledge. And we go, you know, Titus 2 talks about the older woman mm-hmm. passing on what we've learned to the next generation. And we probably should do that. And so we did. And then we ran into Felice at a conference and she said, hey, you guys should start a high school podcast. So she got us to start the homeschool high school podcast. And that's where I've made good friends with people like Meredith. So that's oh, really that's nice. so neat. Now, tell us, this is what I love. The last mm-hmm. time we were together at a conference, actually, mm-hmm. you told me the story of I said, what is the seven sisters? And yes. I what you shared. So go ahead and share that. That is fabulous. Very good. Yeah. So there, there's six of us, seven sisters. So there's me and Sabrina and Kim and Marilyn and Sarah and Allison. And so who's the seventh sister? You are because we're all in this together. So we're a big family. Yeah. I love that. I love your heart for homeschool moms, homeschool families, homeschool Mm -hmm. Mm teens. You know what? Today there was something that I've been thinking about, and it turns out you've been thinking about. Um, I want to talk today about welcoming skills. And that may be new to some of you. You may be thinking, what are welcoming skills? So, Vicki, can you tell us what are welcoming skills? You know, that that is one of the, the biggest things that stays on my heart when I work with young people is that that ability to welcome other people into the group, hmm. whatever group it is, whether it's friends or a, a youth group or some kind of organization, um, that that when we have the confidence to be the welcomers, Hmm. then we grow in the love of God, um, but we also help other people to feel that also. And so I noticed in working with teens, because when we were younger, I ran our local homeschool youth group. Hmm. And uh, it's something that 
the the shy kids would tell us, you know, where where before they joined the group, they would say, we're we're ashamed or afraid to to join a group because we'll come and nobody will talk to us and we'll just be standing oh, okay. in the corner. And uh and you go like, you don't want that to happen to a kid. You don't want that to happen to your kid. And uh so we worked a lot with the kids showing them what to do with the new person. So I know like a lot of folks probably know what that feels like. You know, you're new in town and you visit a church and you go sit down in the back and you leave and nobody ever even nodded your way. And uh yeah. so most most churches aren't like that, but there are. And I think it's not because people are cruel and mostly not snobby. It's just they don't know how to bring new people in and to help them feel welcome. So we work a lot on teaching that. I think that's really true because I see it more. Now, I grew up in the South, and my parents Mm -hmm. taught me, you know, to greet people and Mm welcome people. And then um, when I was when my children were little, I shared. I found, and this was I hadn't planned on doing this, but Mm -hmm. in reading the scripture, I found so many verses about greeting people. Yes. And I thought, this is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Why does God have this in scripture? And and I taught my kids those verses and actually role played with them to yes. learn to greet. But from your perspective, you have been the mother of teens. Mm-hmm. You have been leading, you know, mm-hmm. and then you per, you write curriculum for teens. Mm-hmm. Why are welcoming skills so important? Well, I think it's just our representation of Christ on earth. Mm. You know, like Christ, when he was walking on earth, welcomed even the outcast. Yes. And that's, you know, if we want to look like him and train our kids to look and act like him, is giving them that basic skill is a good practical first step. I agree. I really like that. Now, how do you develop or practice welcoming skills with your own teens? And how I'm sure you've taught other teens, too, as well. Yeah. 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 So with with my kids and then if I had a chance, like in youth group or sometimes, uh, you know, one of my hats is as a counselor. And so I will work with teens in my counseling hats, teaching them this is basically teens just need the tools. They need a set of behaviors they can act out because most people really don't feel like walking up and talking to a stranger. They feel kind of nervous or shy. And so if you give them tools, they can go like, I can fake it till I make it by acting out the behaviors. And it works. It's just wonderful. So with my kids, I I taught them that when they're in a group setting, it is one of their jobs that they can choose and sh- uh, should choose, and that is to be a facilitator is what we call it because it needs okay. a name, okay? So you're going to facilitate people feeling welcome. And so what you do is if you know, if you notice there's a new person, then you put your shoulders back and your chin up and a Mona Lisa smile on. So it, it's a... <laughs> It's what we call the magic nonverbal. So when you have your shoulders back and your chin up and a little bit of a smile, it's a welcoming nonverbal. So it tells whoever you're coming up to that you're a friendly person who's safe to talk to. So it's it's a, a simple thing. So we would practice putting our shoulders back just a little bit, not like they're going in the military. But, <laughs> you know, when we're nervous, we pull our shoulders forward and, yes. and kind of tuck in. 
So shoulders back and chin up just a little bit, a little bit of a smile. And then you walk over to the new person about an arm's length. So it would look funny if you held your arm out, but about an arm's length, because in in most places in the United States, that's a, a new person social distance. And then you smile and you have a question that you're going to ask them. So you say, hey, my name is Sally. What's yours? And that's and then they say Sally and then they stare at the floor because they're really nervous. And then you you have another question tucked away in your brain. You memorize them. So what what brings you here? Or, you know, like you ask, have some like you got any siblings? Like ask some kind of question that they would probably be able to answer. And by the time you ask two or maybe three questions with a real shy person, uh, that person is generally those, oh, I'm safe and I'm welcome here. And they'll open up and talk, talk, talk. And then you just sit back and relax. So that's a way to get started. I love Mm -hmm. that because, you know, a lot of times when I go to greet someone, I feel nervous. Like, what am I going to say? And I love that coming with questions in your mind as you walk up to someone. Um, I've had to resort. I've had to do that just because Mm -hmm. sometimes like I'll feel nervous and, oh, wow, that is that is really helpful. And Mm -hmm. I think for teens, teens can be so insecure Mm -hmm. and that helps them to be more confident. Like, let's talk to parents right now. Mm-hmm. They have a teen who is just painfully shy. And I know that my oldest daughter was like that. And mm-hmm. my youngest son could tend toward that. Mm-hmm. How can you envision them to feel that welcoming skills would be important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. enough to take the time to overcome and learn? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it is okay. They need to know it is okay to be shy. It is okay to be introverted. It's okay to be who they are. Good. And it is also okay to treat other people the way they wish they were treated. Mm. And so if they're the new person in a place, even if you're shy, you know, young people would like somebody to come and talk to them. True. That's very true. That And so if they do that little bit of climb into somebody's shoes by how you would feel in that circumstance, it helps them to give themselves permission to, you don't have to be extroverted, you don't have to be bubbly, you don't have to talk a lot. Um, but if you let somebody know they're welcome, then that will come back. You know what you sow, you reap at some time in life, hmm. someone will welcome you. That is true. That's very true. And I think one thing that you mentioned is you you can be shy and still be welcoming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This friendliness is really a character trait. Yeah. Rather than a personality trait. And some of us love being around people and some of us Mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. But friendliness is something that we all. Yeah want to be I think I think that's something we all want to achieve so when do you think is a good time to start teaching your children to welcome others I actually start them off in like fifth or sixth grade okay and we just introduce the concept because at that time they're really noticing like if they're in Sunday school or there's children's church or 
you know, baseball or some kind of activity and they're noticing where they feel comfortable and where they don't. Mm-hmm. And so to start introducing the tools, but I don't really give them the assignment of being a facilitator or a welcomer until they get to be high school. Okay. But, yeah. And by then they're old enough to kind of own some kind of stretch projects like, okay, I, I am now a welcomer. <laughs> so it's, I like that. and it helps them then, you know, teenagers are building their identity. And if they start practicing this, some skills, even shy kids can build the identity of I can be a welcoming person. So even if I'm shy, I can be a welcoming person. And that that is really nice. That's that's very good. And, you know, so many young people think that they're the only ones who are insecure, think that they're Mm. the only ones who feel a little bit awkward. When the truth is, I think 99 out of 100 teenagers feel that way. A lot Mm -hmm. of teenagers really feel insecure Mm -hmm. and awkward. And when other teenagers are welcoming them and reaching out mm-hmm. to them, it really can make a difference. Yeah. And of course, not just to other teenagers, but to anyone. Yeah. So we're busy parents, we're homeschooling, we're going to church, we're doing this and doing that. How do we weave this into our our real life? Yeah, yeah. One of the things we would do um, when they were like, the, the fifth or sixth grade is at the beginning of my kids were in Awana. Okay. So yes. at the beginning of Awana season, right before we got in the car to go to Awana, we'd say, Hey, we got to remember, we got to talk about facilitator skills or welcoming skills. And uh-huh. they we just kind of drop it in there, practice once, get in the car and no big deal. So the concept is there. We don't wear it down. And then at high school level, you know, I just log everything. So I keep a log on soft skills for the teens or life skills. And, you know, we practiced the concepts and had discussions on welcoming skills and logged down, you know, spent 15 minutes or half an hour talking and practicing. And uh, and so that way they're building some credits they can put on the transcript. So it's a little bit of reward. It felt good to me. They might have thought it was cheesy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, you know, what we used to just call manners and what we used to just Mm -hmm. call common sense Mm -hmm. is now life skills. But I'll tell you what, a salesman who's not welcoming will never make any sales. That's true. And there's certain careers. There's a big difference between a doctor and a nurse who's welcoming. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. When you feel nervous going into an appointment, so it mm-hmm. does make you much more effective in the future, your child's yes. future career and whatever yeah. else. So I love that that's on your heart. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. And um, is there anything else that you would like to share about welcoming skills? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking as we were talking with my Shire kids. Um, one of the things I knew would be hard for them is to beeline across a room. You know, just the, there's a, a, a floor dynamic of a crowd, like a youth group or a children's church or something. And beelining across a room to be welcoming would be hard. Okay. And so what I would have the, my shyer ones do is watch the corners. Oh. And the shy kids, 
who are new will hang in a corner. And they're the ones that they just watch the corners. When you see another shy kid that's new in the corner, you walk up and say hi to them. You're the facilitator. And they then, a lot of those kids turned out to be friends. And that turned out to be a lovely thing. That is so neat. I mm-hmm. never thought about the dynamics of a crowd like that, but yeah. you're right. Walking across a room is really intimidating. It's very intimidating, especially to a, an introvert. Yes. Yeah. But corners are safe. So you wow. do the corners. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Now, Vicki, tell us about um, this, the classes that you offer and the resources that you have available for, um, is it just for high school or for all ages? We have mostly high school. Okay. Um, and so at Seven Sisters Homeschool, we have downloadable PDF curriculum. Okay. And we have, right now we have one online, like a self-paced and asynchronous course okay. on psychology from a Christian perspective. And, uh, that's, we have a text for that, but so many teens were asking, they wanted an online version. So we got that one up. So they, if you go to Seven Sisters Homeschool, you can scroll through there. But what we did is we developed courses for our teens that we couldn't find elsewhere. Okay. And if one of us had an expertise in an area, area, we would just come up with something and then the teens would bet it for us because they had opinions. Yes, they do. (laughs) <laughs> it was, you know, adjusted over time until it met their uh, their needs. So we, we look for doing things in a no busy work way that keeps the teens liking the subject, but that they can work with suggestions to build like a, a higher powered credit if they want. So we have um, career exploration, psychology, human development, financial literacy, lots of literature study guides that are on the no busy work side. And uh, might dovetail really nice with some of the fun things that you've got at, at your website. Yes. Yes. That's really why cool I want to know what you have to kind of yeah. be able to point people to your resources. Yeah. Yeah. And um, before we go, what about your Are you teaching the psychology class? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So can you just tell, tell us a little about that? Because my, you know, all my kids take psychology, and when you take psychology at a secular university, mm-hmm. there's some true stuff, and then there's some really weird stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. tell us about this course, because I think it's a really good course that kids should continue, consider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I keep praying that more Christians will feel called into the mental health field. Yes. And so my goal in the in creating the curriculum is I wanted my teens to have a Christian perspective psychology course that they liked so that maybe, you know, they would get some skills from it. But maybe somebody would like it enough to go into the field. So my kids, none of them went into the field, but that's okay. (laughs) God had other plans. But we have had other kids, you know, like this is exciting. I want to explore that some more. So. Um, but but really, it's what you do it, with our psych course. It's a half credit course, and the teens learn the scope and sequence of what a a high school or introductory college course would be. But in very short chapters, really information that they can remember and then apply. Okay. So they they learn um, a lot of things that they probably hadn't thought of as psychology, like how our senses work. 
Hmm. So optical illusions are part of psychology, you know, because the sensory data we bring in and our brains interprets um, are part of who we are and how we see the world. So we talk about, you know, like like sounds and, and colors and things that, you know, that are fun. We talk about the parts of the brain, you know, so the parts that make you feel anxious and the parts that help you calm down. And without, we're not trying to make a medical students, just an introduction so that they know, hey, right. you know, if I take a deep breath, I feel calmer because that calms down my amygdala. So it's a, you know, just a basic introduction to parts of the brain. They learn uh, the, the an introduction to personality styles. Cool. So, yeah, because that's fun. Everybody should yes, be able is. to enjoy <laughs> that. Um, they have to have an introduction to... Um, the different fields of psychology, you know, there's different theories. So we teach them a little of the history of psychology and, and the theories and where those came from. That's very brief and from a filter of, yes. of the faith. Okay. And so that way, if they went into psychology, they've kind of got a a, a, a root in what, you know, that, that good yes. filter is. And a little bit of abnormal psych because you have to have an introduction, but it is just a brief listing of things that might, they might run across. So depression or anxiety, you know, if they had a sad okay. friend, they would notice that. And then they, we added a chapter on um, fields of, um, that Christians can practice. So careers oh. for Christians and also how to help a friend who's going in hard times. Oh, I love that. And, uh, so it's very simple. Not turning them into a counselor, but, you know, most teens, if they've got friends, they're going to have a friend that has a bad day or oh, a bad yeah. time. And Definitely. so here's some helpful tools. So it's a it's a brief course and a fun course, but it's got the structure for learning the basics and then some suggestions if they want to do some more exploring so they can get a more rigorous credit if they want that so it's fun that sounds fun and awesome and I wholeheartedly agree with you we need more Christians Mm -hmm. in the mental health field because that is probably the fastest growing field in America I know so many people going to counselors right now yeah yeah and including Christians so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, if you are listening and you have a team and you want to take this course then go to sevensisters.com is sevensistershomeschool.com. Sevensistershomeschool.com. Yes. yes. Yeah. And there will be links in the show notes. And so you can check for those. But Vicki, thank you again so much for being with us, for sharing about welcoming skills and for sharing about your psychology class. That was awesome. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate joining you. And it's it's so nice to see you on Zoom, although I know that won't be on the podcast. No, it won't. (laughs) God bless you, everyone. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.